Hello and welcome to the Cargo Bay Year in Spectacular. Ooh, oh Ooh, that was new. A Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C here with my co-host as always. It's Adam B. How you doing, oh. BC? I'm good. Uh, I, you know, we had to record immediately because that email that we haven't checked for months flooded with comments, concerns that that we haven't released an episode in a couple of weeks now. Um, Yeah, we got, we got, uh, I got a text message from our email server and they said, look out, protonmail.com is going to have severe issues if you don't clean out your inbox. You know, I received, uh, I guess someone reported me missing. I got an Amber alert for myself. Uh, my phone just started buzzing and it was my name. So, uh, obviously we, we had to record, uh, for those of you who may not have been looking, you could have also just found us on the normies like us feed most recently where we talked all things, star Wars, the holiday special, which was a treat, I think for both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, we're a little past Christmas here, but, you know, we were already well past Life Day when we recorded the Life Day special, so I don't I don't That's think true. you're going to feel out of a season to catch that now. <laughs> also, if you're familiar with the holiday special at all, basically has nothing to do with the holidays, so it's, it's evergreen content any time yeah. of year for that holiday special. <laughs> yeah. Not so holiday, a lot of special. Um, well... That's debatable. <laughs> I don't know. I'd I'd challenge you to find anything else ever broadcast that's quite like it, VC. That's that's true. I, I don't think I would would be able to find anything quite like that. Have uh have you have you done any interesting Star Wars things here uh, in the past couple weeks that I've missed out on? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have. Thank you uh, for the question. So. Uh, recently, uh, Christmas was upon us, uh, and I was gifted. Uh, a wonderful Star Wars thing. Oh, you were a good doing. boy. I was. I was good this year. I wasn't sure um, you were going to make it this year, VC. I was. I was close. I was on the border of that. Uh, that naughty list. Um, I was gifted this Cassian Andor. Look at the guy's head pop. bobbling. Yeah. Um. You You're gonna have to take him in or kill him. So, uh, we got that. I got an Ahsoka pop as well. Um. Oh, I also hold on. I got this. Wait for it. Wait for it. We got this guy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this Lego set here. Uh, that's sick. The Clone Wars Lego set. Uh, and then I also got the Dagobah diorama set, which was high on my list. So I've, I've got the, which I saw you also have now, the Death Star Run diorama. Yes. I got the Dagobah. And I think this year they're going to do some Return of the Jedi stuff in those dioramas so i'll be able to do like a you know new hope empire and return of the jedi sort of diorama thing so man you did have I've a been star wars in some christmas legos abound i also i did buy the the star wars lego uh complete saga for the playstation 5 oh, yeah. and it was on on holiday sale i haven't really dipped into that yet but highly enjoyable uh, got that Got that on the queue. You got it with all the you? extra skins and things. Uh, duh, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of course. Um, what about you? It's been so. I mean, we did talk the holiday special. Uh, I don't know. It was like over a week ago. But we haven't really connected much because it's the holidays and we're busy. We're busy. We're busy, we're busy people. That's right. So, what about you? Um, I did get finally my copy of 
the Force Unleashed Wii version remastered and ported to the Switch. Uh, so that's been some wonderful nostalgia. Um, nice. And, and I've been listening to Star Wars audiobooks, but I, I really do just consume those as background noise a lot of the time. Like, I'm four books deep into the X-Wing series, and I can vaguely tell you what's happened in those. I can tell you that a lot of times they're shooting laser beams at TIE Fighters. That does happen quite a bit. <laughs> well, that, that's exactly what I would want uh, out of a series <laughs> like that. Now, let me ask you a question. Are, are, do you have like a, a secret source for getting all these, or are you paying stick, sticky price I, for the audio versions? I just stayed subscribed to Audible, so there's a lot of times that I just have like you know credits built up, so mm. I've spent all those. I might have purchased an extra three credits once this year. Um, but also, I've just had the service for a long time, so I have a lot of backlog Star Wars books, you know, gotcha. in there. Um, gotcha. Oodles and oodles of them, in fact, and I re-listen to them because, again, I listen pretty passively. Uh, I don't remember. Um, a lot of Star Wars books are just the right level for me to not care. Like, it's, it's not... Um, you know, it's not fantastic literature all the time, so I just kind of let them play. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like it's like a good background filler. Yeah, yeah, there are some good yeah. ones out there. I, yeah, I, I think uh, so. Obviously, uh, we're we're winding down this year. We're gonna do a little sort of year end uh, review. A little, you know, the, the new year is always a time for a reflection. Uh, so we're gonna be doing a little bit of. Uh, reflecting uh, on on this year, 2022. I think this is uh, by far the the year that I have uh, spent spent the most time with uh, with diving into Star Wars as as we talk about it, but basically on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. uh, as it has been this year and, and has been thoroughly enjoyable. Um, but it has sort of you know I've broadened some horizons, dipped my toe in, into some some of the uh you know the the novels uh the high republic stuff we've we've been introduced to adventure journals uh-huh. uh which we we found out existed this year thanks to the the wheel of content oh the wheel uh, we should spin the wheel before we, we get sh- out of here i i think we should do a wheel spin before before the end of end of the year uh, as we are winding down rapidly uh the end of 2022 as we're recording here um but yeah in, in terms of the uh the year in review, uh, we do want to celebrate some Star Wars things and give some awards. Now, I know you in particular, you've got some audio awards from from these books that you have been listening to. And I, I got to say, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat for this because it, it feels like we've got some some really good quality awards to give out here. Well, BC, I'm a little disappointed, and I have a bone to pick with one Jeffy Beezers. Um, Jeff Bezos, listen up, buddy. I don't use Amazon. I haven't used Amazon for years. You got me on the hook for Audible, baby, because there's not another service out there like it, and audiobooks are like 40 bucks a pop if you don't have some sort of subscription service. So you got me. But let me tell you, when you tell me I can make a clip of something... But the only way I can access that clip is to click on the actual book and go see if I have a clip of the thing somewhere in there or not. That's a bummer, Jeffy B. Why don't you put all my clips in one place in some grand library of the Republic of, of you know, audio clips? So, be- I'm going to fire off that email to him right Thank now, you. as a matter of Thank fact, you for just doing to make that. sure he's on that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, my, my point is I thought I had a lot more clips. 
I, I didn't. It took me a really long time to find out that I didn't because you had to click on uh, books individually. But I did have a few highlights that I had saved that I thought Excellent. were worthy of, um, you know, thrown out there to the cargo babies to to bring you along it. on the ride I've I've taken this past year because I think I've listened to twelve to fifteen Star Wars audiobooks, um, and that's. There's a lot of interesting things that happen um, in those books, uh, especially since a lot of them are old EU books. So for the first award I would like to give um, today, uh, Mark Thompson, reading, um, I, what was the, the book? Oh, The Fallen Star, uh, which is a High Republic book. Um, this is the Oh My Award. And so, BC, if you're if you're on your end, you want to play that clip for yourself. I'm going to play that the right now. Oh my! The LT-16 droid chirped, still almost vibrating with borrowed power. Oh my! Oh my! Scans incoming. There you go. That was Mark Thompson reading LT-16. That's the Oh My Award. Um, being from Arkansas, BC, the Oh My Award uh, holds a very special place in my heart. So congratulations to Mark Thompson. And don't leave the podium, Mark, because you've also won the award. Whoa! The Worst Voice Award. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Here is Chief Joko from Star Wars Thrawn, as read by Mark Thompson. I'm going to play that right now. The reports of my clan's folk are true and accurate. The humans from the Holland side enclave have crossed the border on many occasions, stealing and mistreating our crops and attacking or burning our farm structures. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Thompson. Congratulations. BC, I just want to imagine that maybe you're trying to uh, enjoy your morning workout and you get several <laughs> chapters in a row that heavily feature <laughs> Chief Joko. What, what was that? <laughs> that, um, I, I forget what Chief Joko is. I do remember that they appear to be giant stick bug people. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, right. Chief Joko, great performance. And that explains the audio effect on the voice. Yeah, that that exists. Well, that as... is that is just what they sound like. Um, it does in the book say it is a grating um, voice to listen to. Mm. So, well, that's what I want out of an audio book experience to have something that's actually grating. That's nice. And VC, there's one more thing that I want to uh, play here today, which mm. is maybe the standout scene in all of the books I listened to this year. Um, so the, the scene of the year is going to go to a, an X-Wing novel. Uh, it's a chunk of an X-Wing novel where Wedge Antilles, um, is going to talk to a Bothan about her relationship with, um, Gavin Darklighter, who is Biggs's younger cousin. Um, Biggs is long dead. Uh, he's slotted into Rogue Squadron. He's a really happy naive character amongst the bunch and this Bothan is experienced uh is an experienced lady pilot any questions <laughs> just, just let's just take the ride all right this is a long one but i think it's worth it so uh buckle up uh, here we go 
Wedge caught the eye of a black and white furred Bothan female. <laughs> Silar, if I could have a moment of your time. Oh. Yes, Commander. Two things I want to discuss. The first is Gavin. A seer blinked with surprise that flowed out into her fur. I was under the impression that pairing among members of the squadron was not prohibited. Wedge frowned for a moment. Regardless of what was or was not happening between Arisi and Corin, or what is or is not happening between Rasati and Nawara, the big difference between those situations and your situation with Gavin is that Gavin's barely 17 years old. <laughs> Are you ordering me to stop seeing him? Wedge laughed. No, not at all. You've only been out twice. Have you had someone watching us? No. And that's just the point. Gavin is so taken with you that his enthusiasm isn't always kept under control. He's very happy to let others know how much fun you're having together doing all the things you have done. It's all very innocent and natural, but it's also a sign of his falling in love with you. He may not quite be there yet, but he'll be hurt badly if you pull away from him abruptly after too much longer. I don't want to see him hurt. So, if you don't really care for him, let him down easy and now, please. A seer's chin came up and defiance blazed in her eyes. What makes you think I might be toying with him? The second thing I want to discuss with you does, Silar. I wonder if you don't have another agenda that you're working on. Wedge met her hot stare unflinchingly. All right, there you go. We have Wedge Antilles with some fatherly advice. Wedge met her hot stare unflinchingly might be the sentence of the year. Oh, wow. wow. Well, if I could have gotten individual sentences out of more books, I think we would have had so, uh, quite a uh, <laughs> some, myriad some of options. But I do want to say that clip was heavily abridged. Wedge gives quite the talking to in that scene. Um, so I, I think about a third of that chunk of the conversation has been cut down. Uh, I just I want to focus on this uh, just to derail our entire podcast uh -huh. briefly to discuss some of what's going on here. Um, so this is a, a, a what is this? You say a, what is her species? Bantha? Uh, a Bothan. You know the Bothans. Bothan. So part of the political thing happening here, and part of why Wedge comes in with that second punch in the end that to say that maybe you have ulterior motives. Um, is that the Bothans, many of them died to get the Death Star plans. But then the Emperor was like, I did that on purpose. I leaked those plans, right? You know, uh, it was a trap. Mm. So the Bothans, ah. they feel really like their sacrifices haven't been recognized enough by the New Republic. Uh huh. So uh, that's where we are. We have a Bothan who is, yes, a uh, kind of imagine a lion head on a short-haired human body 
And they're kind of doing some over the pants stuff with a seventeen-year-old. Um, I think I think they, <laughs> so I think maybe that? some um above and under the pants. Part of what I abridged <laughs> alludes to that maybe there are some personal things that he does keep secret, but uh, a lot of it okay. he's not going to. And there is a very dramatic sequence. Spoiler alert! Later in that book, where Gavin Darklighter has just witnessed. Um, someone who has been trapped with a plague dying and their body like slowly decomposing in front of him and uh, she has to rush in and you know heal the man heal Gavin bring him of course she's a very she's you know she's pretty motherly (laughs) it's it's a screwed up relationship (laughs) doesn't seem right Kind of a weird grooming kind of yeah, thing going yeah, on here. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. But they're also, you know, they're both pilots who plan to die every mission or whatever. So uh, just give it some leeway. I guess legal age is 17 in the New Republic because he's also at war. Uh, I don't know. Sure. Uh, that, that all tracks. Fantastic <laughs> job, Star Wars. <laughs> so, yeah, that that speech, I'm just going to give that to the book instead of to uh, the, the reader there. Um, so there you go. I believe that's from the back of war. I could be wrong. Or the Krytos well done. trap. <laughs> well, well done uh, to that. Yes. Uh, again, uh, the year of 2022, a, a year where we're really getting to, uh, you know, dive into some of those unknown corners of the Star Wars universe that were uh, were previously unknown to us and now we are we are all familiar with that moment. So thank you for bestowing that gift upon us all. That was that was wonderful. Very well. Um so I, I do want to go uh genuine to a, a larger uh I don't know if we would call this an award, but uh uh twenty twenty two filled with many moments, uh Star Wars related. Do you have a standout, a favorite Star Wars moment. I do, BC. From the year 2022. Um, uh, what has continued, while, while many moments, um, I'm just going to say from Andor, all of my top yeah. 10 moments are from Andor. Yeah, There's a I lot of so. moments that stick out for me, but the one that is played in my head over and over again the most is Luthen in the changing room, putting on his wig, oh. doing the little hand flip. Um, I made a gif of it before that was easily accessible so yeah it's it's burned in my brain that's my star wars moment of 2022 and it's not just it, how amazing the moment is it's also what it represents which is a, a complex and well portrayed character uh living in in these different sides of the different political venues of the star wars universe uh mwah. yeah yeah i i uh I love that moment. It's it's one of the the best I think early moments from from the beginning of Andor where we were kind of like, I think we're onto something special here. Um, I I do want to give a shout out, uh, and this is this is not my moment of the year, but I do want to shout out in particular um, from from the beginning. Uh, I believe it's the first episode of Andor. Uh, when Cyril is is with his superior yes. officer, <laughs> yes. who is giving him the rundown of like it sounds like those two guards that were murdered probably had it coming, so let's just ignore this. Yeah, uh, as as one of my favorite moments that has happened this year. Agreed. Uh, yeah, that was in my such a, in my a quiver as well. Yeah, such a minor, such a small thing, but when you look at what that that brick means in the house that is Andor, it is such a foundational piece. That I go back to over and over again, and I really do love. Um, I I do keep going back to for my moment of the year, though. Uh, I mean, shout out Luthen. 
the speech on the bridge. I keep thinking about his speech on the bridge. Um, it is, it is, in a lot of ways, kind of uh, different than than the the simplicity or the subtlety of the moment that you have. But it is a natural extension of what that is because we get to see the full force of of what his fight is, what that little hand gesture wave represents, and he actually puts voice to what it is that he is fighting for. Uh, the performance, the writing, all of that are just like, I think about it like fairly regularly where I'll just be like, man, that was really good writing, you know, um, you know, that, that we get the cost of the fight for Star Wars. Uh, so shout out to, to Stellan Skarsgård, shout out to Luthen, uh, moments of the year. Yeah. I think it's safe to say we're a couple of Andor boys, so. Um, shout out to Andor. Yeah, BC. In that in that particular scene, I want to shout out the two blinking amber LEDs far down the hallway that are in just just the right place. <laughs> and it, it's like it, you it, the the iconography of a Star Wars scene on a bridge exists, yeah. right? Like you, you don't go into that lightheartedly. Like narrow narrow up. bridge with no railing we got a dramatic yes. scene here, here in the yes, star wars this, this this is star wars like this is as star wars as we can set a scene we are on a narrow bridge there's two characters facing off against each other you can you can think of luke and vader you can think of han and kylo you know there's a lot of that imagery that exists i think this joins the pantheon of great star wars moments set on a bridge uh, well, so I can throw one more uh, runner-up in there uh, because yeah, I, I would have also mentioned the the runner-up you did, but in lieu of that, BC, I, I mean, we got Marva Andor's brick hitting a stormtrooper in the in the head. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's hard, hard to beat that as a uh, moment in Star Wars as well. So shout out, shout out to that, and then I'll be satisfied. Yeah, and, and Andor may come up. We are going to be talking more uh, as we reflect on the year about our year-end list. But before we do that, uh, we want to create a couple of awards that are going to join the coveted Ewan McGregor Award. Uh, the Ewan McGregor Award, of course, given to the person or performer or artist or individual uh, who most exemplifies the spirit of Ewan McGregor by being really good in something that may potentially be subpar uh now we are we are going to be creating uh in honor of uh cyril karn's performance uh the cyril karn award which will be given to the most condensed character growth and or development uh by a character that's being added to the pantheon wonderful and i and I, I think we can also add what, what we are just going to uh, call the Andor Award for surpassing the quality and standards of Star Wars for any piece of content that comes out. So anything that meets the Andor standard for surpassing the quality of typical Star Wars will receive the coveted Cargo Bay Andor Award. So be on the lookout for those in 2023 because we have got... We've got a slate of things coming out in 2023 before we look at everything that has already come out. Um, we've got, in just a few days, uh, Bad Batch Season 2 on the horizon. Could it win an Andor we've, Award? We don't know. It. We, we, don't we know. will see. We, we will have to wait and see. Uh, we've got Mandalorian Season 3 or a continuation of the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, where we have half of an and uh, Mandalorian <laughs> season in there, uh, so that will be coming out. We've got Ahsoka coming out. We've got Jedi Survivor the video game coming out. 
We've got, I know you, what you're looking forward to the most, uh, Jude Law's Skeleton Crew <laughs> coming out. Visions 2. Visions Volume Star 2. Star Wars that, Hunters. Man, uh, I, I will say, I, for, I, I forget that Visions 2 is on the list, and I am continually like excited that that's coming back, because I really, I loved uh, Visions Volume One. Yeah, I that's, guess is what we're that's it now. it's really wild how much Star Wars content came out this year. Uh, and Visions did it drop at the end of 2021 or was it in 2022? I feel like it was end of 2021, but let me just double check. Well, I'm gonna count Vision. it. I'm gonna count it toward uh, this this year in review anyway. Um, yeah, why not? So September that, 2021, it's basically 2020. Oh, okay, okay. It's been a while since Vision, <laughs> Vision's one. Wow, it's really weird that Star Wars Episode Six came out this year, and we got... Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. But yeah, BC, it's going to be a busy year. Is there one of those that you've you've got your eye on the most, that you're most looking forward uh, to? I mean, yeah, Mando Season 3 is what I care about most, for sure. Uh, and aside from that, I guess maybe even more than I wanted Mando season three, I wanted a sequel to Fallen Order, um, a big video game boy. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not dying to play the new one yet. I'm really excited to, but I'm, I'm, I'd rather see some Mando first. So there we go. Okay. What about you, BC? You know, you know, I'm an Ahsoka boy. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too. I'm just nervous. Oh, I'm I'm nervous as hell. I'm I'm incredibly nervous after everything after Andor is gonna make me nervous because I like it was just so good, uh, constantly and and got better as it went on, defying all odds of getting better every single week. Yeah, it set a pretty high bar, I think, for me. And and I've got to temp as I as I always say that I must do temper my expectations with Star Wars stuff as it is as it is being released. Uh, which I fail to do so often, uh, as was the case with uh, with Boba Fett and, and Kenobi. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if the lessons of 2022 can be uh, can be applied in 2023 uh, with tempering expectations. But yeah, I think Ahsoka is the one that I'm I'm most looking forward to um, as a a favorite character of mine. We'll see. We'll see what we've got in store. That's a lot of content. There's a lot more cargo bay on the way, but for now, Ooh, BC, yeah. do do we want to give our uh, our rankings of all Star Wars content? Of all, yes, all all Star Wars content, minus games, everywhere. comics, books, minus yes. This is this is going to be television shows, movies, uh, primarily v- this video is, this is media. Yes, yes, filmed video media released on the television and then the movie screen. Um, so I, I was, I started like trying to type the list of what was out there just from my memory Uh and then swiftly realized how much more was out there that I forgot about when I first typed it out. So I think I've got most things. I Um, I didn't even try to include everything because there are some things that like, I, I don't need to decide if Ewoks is better or worse than droids or whatever like I, i'm just not experienced enough in, in yeah. ewoks so, <laughs> so i've broken this up i i haven't done a traditional you know one through 30 or whatever this is uh it's i've, I've got tears okay and and it's crying it's for me baby broke. all right so largely what i've got are we've got what i call top tier star wars and we'll get to that and we got mid 
Now, mid isn't bad. It's just kind of like, uh, do I want to watch it? I don't know. And then we've got the the what I'm calling the bottom tier. These are all uh, very well thought out names. Uh, the bottom <laughs> tiers, uh, the bottom tier are, are, is, is something bottom, that I've written as bottom tiers or, or something, <laughs> or a name I have for something else altogether. <laughs> I had some bottom tiers earlier. <laughs> um, the bottom the bottom tier uh, is is actively bad or I haven't paid attention to. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm gonna start with. With my bottom tier, with things that are actively bad, or that I haven't paid attention to, uh, at the very bottom of the bottom tier is the holiday special. Uh, it it is actively bad. It the the novelty of the weirdness only gets it so far uh-huh. because it is so long and so bad. You enter sort of a time loop where you start to feel like minutes are hours and hours are days and then you realize that the wookies have just finished shuffling around the living room for the first eight minutes of the special and you still have like an hour and a half to go and uh at that point i was like oh my god uh so there are fun things about it in terms of the novelty of it but it is so spectacularly bad um, that, that i do have to give it the last spot uh on the bottom tier here I've also grouped together droids and the Ewok adventures. Uh, I'm sorry to the cartoon enthusiasts who do love those. Um, I, I've I've watched a, a couple episodes. I did give droids a shot. Uh, not for me. So that's why it falls into my haven't really paid attention to it. But having watched the one episode, there was no part of me that's like, I gotta see what the next adventures of that guy who's got half of his head shaved and his other buddy, and then the droids are gonna be up to I think next week. In general, those cartoons come from an era where if you don't have nostalgia for the cartoons, they were not of an exceedingly high quality of animation or storytelling. It was there's yeah. a lot of filler on uh, cartoon television in the '80s. And I've got this is this is my last one that's sort of in in the bottom tier um and this is mostly because i haven't paid attention to it is the resistance cartoon um this is the one that's tied more to the the sequel trilogy uh in in terms of where it falls on the timeline i haven't really paid attention to it um so for that reason and that reason alone i'm I'm sort of like it's kind of just down there for me i haven't felt really compelled to watch it might be something that i will try at some point uh in 2023 but the 2022 resistance just kind of flew under the radar for me. I'm gonna go. Now we're 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 stepping up into the mids. This All right. this this one this one fell right on the edge of of being a bottom tier, which was the book of Boba Fett, which which did come out this year. Which I think we talked about extensively. Yes. Um, we we did these. We streamed our reactions with these on Twitch with Jordacious. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Those was how we covered. Those might not even be in the it. podcast feed. I think those it's, are. It's not. I think it. I think it's pre-pod. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but the book of Boba Fett happened this year, and just kind of like a a, a whisper in the wind has left my brain. Um, I think I there's think a few about redeeming it a lot. things about it. I <laughs> yeah, think about it a lot. I, there's a few redeeming things for me, mostly the Mandalorian episodes that are in it. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, 
that's that's kind of where I have Book of Boba Fett. I'm curious, in terms of your your own personal ranking, where's where's Book of Boba Fett sort of uh, sort of landing for you here? Um, I. I mean, I'll I can do it in the context of my list, but yeah, it's it's low on the list. Um, I, I mean, it, it just lost potential, hurt my feelings with it. Um, but I will say those those Mando episodes, and especially one of the the highlights for the year for me, for good or evil, was just a full episode of CGI Luke and Grogu. Like that is one of the wildest things I'll ever see in my life. Um, yeah. Not saying it's good. Not saying it's bad, just saying that was really odd to turn on the television one night and see that episode play out in front of my eyes. I it was a, surreal. I mean, the, <laughs> it is fun like the to reflect on Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the week to week journey of that yes. show was nuts. It's the, like it just the, hurt the, after a while so much when they started yeah. ruining the good well, part. I feel like I feel like you know, we we had relatively, not, it's not high hopes. We had like, we had some hope after the first two episodes. Was like, oh, it's kind of cool if it's going down this like, this Tuscan village sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, they were hanging with the Tuscan crew, and then it just was like, no, they're dead. New stories, and you're just like, wait, what? I the a lot of it that's dumb I was down with like that wasn't what bothered me but yeah the when right. it got off track and squandered the potential of the Tuscan Raiders and didn't make sense I, I was talking to someone the other night about it and it was just like the show did literally end with I don't know what are we doing here what what are we gonna do next I kind of don't know why I've done this and it should have been about uh, strengthening the Tuscans bringing them into Jabba's palace establishing them. As the heads of the the Dunlin Sea, uh, or the Dunlin Wastes, it would have made a lot more sense for the lore, uh, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, I don't, and the fact that it was like at a certain point, they're like, okay, now we're gonna do some Mandalorian in the middle of the Book of Boba Fett show, which isn't what which I wanted. Like, like that, not uh, in the Book of Boba no, Fett. Yeah, it was confused. I mean, I I like those episodes, but I was like, I do what too. About what about Tamara? I want to go see what he's up yeah. to. It was just such a weird thing to have happen. It's like I don't understand. I, I like from a storytelling perspective, I'm like, why? Are, why is this occurring? Yeah. Other than like John Favreau wrote it and was like, well, I do the Mandalorian too, so let's do some Mando episodes now. He's like, why don't you do those when you're doing the Mandalorian show instead of taking them out of the book of Boba Fett? Yeah. But we do get Luke, Luke Skywalker, and Grogu and Ahsoka all interacting and mingling in a book of boba fett episode it was weird they shot the which you have to remind yourself with uh boba fett starship that was also really weird um there was some crazy there was crazy stuff in that show so you know so that that's why it falls on my just above the bottom tier list because it 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 just had uh, to me what i would just say is squandered potential um yeah, I, I will watch anything with Tamara Morrison. I think he's fantastic, but but the the end result that we got was just kind of like I don't know. This is this is a strange television show. Yeah, and I have I I genuinely have a lot of my list is like, do I have a desire to go back and like at any point just like pop on a book of both head episode? And there is no part of me that's like, yeah, let's watch one of those. Oh, I've done it. I've done it several times with that Mando episode. But see, even then, I'm like, I'm watching that because it's a Mando episode. Yeah. It's just, it's such a slight to the what the Book of Boba Fett was. Uh, yeah. So, 
I've got that. I've got that there. Um, and then just above that, I'm going to go to the Clone Wars movie, uh, which is the one that's got Stinky the Hut. Uh-huh. Um, I remember which, seeing it in theaters. Yeah. I see, I, 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 I had, I watched all of Clone Wars, the, the animated series multiple times before I ever watched the movie. And then I watched the movie. I was like, "This is garbanzo beans <laughs> compared to the the actual uh, show." I mean, like all the you know all the seeds are there, but it was obvious that this was like a television show that they're like, "No, make you do a movie, yeah, release it theatrically. It'll be a great idea." And then in, a lot of people were like, uh, "That was a bad idea." See, I I was uh, at the age where I was like, "This is a great idea. They should put all the dumb TV shows I like in the movie theater." <laughs> And I can imagine, like, if if I had been the right age, I would have been like, this is sick. Like, this is great. But watching it now as an adult after having watched the entire series, you're like, yeah, it's weird. It feels like a weird swing to call this a movie. (laughs) It's like, that's just three episodes of The Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Um, So it just sort of lives there. Now, this one, I I just put Tales of the Jedi here because I was fine with Tales of the Jedi. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know, it's mid, it's mid to me. Yeah, yeah. I think Tales of the Jedi. I watched it maybe twice and really have no takeaway from it. So I think I'd, yeah. I'd even put it in the low tier just for sheer lack of like anything memorable for me, except for Yaddle. Yaddle was in there. Yaddle. I, I mean, Yaddle and uh, Justice for Dooku. I oh, think yeah. are the uh, are the big takeaways. But yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like uh, it's it's cool that it happened. But it is just such like a blip on the radar, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we're going to get into the first uh, uh, Skywalker saga movie here, where I'm going to go Rise of Skywalker. Hey, made it to uh, mid. Hey, it's in the mid. Uh, I did put Solo above it, because if I think about it, I think I would rather watch Solo. Yeah. So I've got Solo right above it. And then we're going to go with another one of this year's big releases, which is Kenobi, which I think is firmly... I think it might be right in the middle of my list here, if not if not dead middle. A, a lot of stuff that as a Kenobi boy, I liked, right? A lot of a lot of fun Kenobi things, but overall, I'm just going, kind of like, you know, that could have been a lot better. Yeah, I think he had some quality issues, uh, but I, I overall I did enjoy Kenobi. Yeah. Um, and then I go Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. We're gonna hit some prequel stuff. I'm bumping up Bad Batch. No, I like Bad Batch. I've got some Bad Batch hype going on right now. Because right. um, I forgot how good those were. And I went back and I rewatched it not too long ago. I was like, ah, Bad Batch was good. Um, it just was, it's really long because it was a long season. It was a week to week thing. Yeah. Um, but I think once I sat down and was able to like watch more than one at a time, I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, then I go Visions. I love Visions. Uh, I'm looking forward to more Visions. Yeah, visions I love what it means around. creatively. I think most of them are good. Even the ones that aren't good, I'm like, I'm glad they exist, and it's a a wild, fun thing to watch. And they're they're like popcorn, you know. They're quick. You can get in and out of them. And the ones that are really good are like really good. Um, so I've got Visions. I've got Gindy's Clone Wars. Nice. As we're moving to the very top of my my mid table here, and then capping out. Before I get into my Star Wars Prime, my premium top-tier Star Wars, I've got Mandalorian right on the cusp. Now, I feel like the, I feel like this is controversial, but I feel like I've just sort of fallen off of, off of the Mandor hype because of how like in, in love I fell with Andor. 
and I don't know, uh, maybe that's not fair to Mandalorian, but it it has like slid it slid down the list with its like adventure of the week. But I feel like season three might 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 pump can, it up in terms of what they're doing. Can I also offer up that uh, what's her face uh, Cara Dune being all over Mando is just kind of a bummer uh, for me personally. Like because I've gone back to rewatch some of those episodes, and I do love them when I watch them. But there are a lot yeah. where I look at it and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to watch the Cara Dune episode right now. Um, so. well, and uh, why? Why is that, Adam? What do you want to elaborate? No, on? I don't want to waste. Any, I don't want to waste any more of my life uh, with it. But yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't either. And uh, if if you don't know why uh, we particularly wouldn't uh, fall in love with Kira Dune, uh, just. <laughs> Just Google her, and you can probably find out. Uh, and if you do love her for those reasons, you can probably stop listening, uh, yeah, which is fine. Her. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, Star Wars has a big problem with recasting people. Yeah, a wig and a costume go a long way, which I think <laughs> is is my my news for everybody at Star Wars. Uh, you can do great things with a wig and a costume. Um, and then we're gonna get into. I think this is a top ten. Uh, let me just double check. One, two, three, four, five. Six. This is a top ten. I go Force Awakens, I go Clone Wars, I go Rebels, I go Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith above Last Jedi. Wow. I think I have. Wow. Fall, I think I, I think I have hit like a, a new love for Revenge of the Sith this year. Like just that makes my year. It, then that's that's the highlight of the year for me. I, I I've just I don't know. There's something about going back, even with all the flaws. It's very nostalgic for me and. Like when I watched it, like it was a very you know uh, angsty Anakin sort of age, yeah. you know, whatever I watched it too. Um, but all of all of the Anakin and Obi Wan stuff is I thoroughly just will like buy into it every single time I watch it. So it's just as like a fun, just a fun, enjoyable thing every time. Where if anyone was like, you want to watch Revenge of Sith, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. It's fantastic. Um, right above that, I go Return of the Jedi. I go Rogue One in the number three spot. Ooh. Andor, nice, right behind A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Incredible. That's that's where I have that landing at the end of 2022. So high uh, are my thoughts of Andor. It's in the three spot. I love it. Uh, So I've 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 moved that very high in my rankings uh, as of the end of this year. So welcome to the top tier of Star Wars, right behind Empire and A New Hope for me. Welcome to the top, Andor, um, BC. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna in reverse order, starting from the top. I love back it. Through I my love list. it. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So this year, and this year in particular, uh, I'm a big Episode Four boy. Um, so my list is basically the original trilogy list is backwards from it, you, <laughs> what it usually is, where we have Episode Four, Episode Five, Episode Six, and then right after that we have Andor uh, coming nice. in at number four, and then we have. Episode three, and then we have the Mandalorian, um, and then we have Gindy's Clone Wars, two thousand four, oh. Episode yeah. two, Rogue One, Kenobi, Rebels, Clone Wars, Episode seven, Episode nine, Book of Boba Fett, Solo, Episode one. Um, I guess I missed I missed Episode eight. Episode eight would come in under Episode nine. Um. And then uh, Solo, Episode 1, and then finally, BC, I had Bad Batch at the bottom because I don't oh. I don't remember 
I don't remember watching that show and enjoying it very much. I guess I need to give it another shot. Like, I didn't dislike it. Again, it was just one of these things that kind of passed yeah. by, and I'm not looking forward to the new season too much. I'm more like, oh, I'm going to have to watch a lot of that. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, I'm to, going to. Okay. I mean. All right. Well, good. Of course. Well, that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, there's just, I think one of my big takeaways is that there's so much out there. It's crazy to think how much Star Wars there is. And how, you know, anyone's lists and rankings can reflect how you feel about any of those things. Like, you know, there are people who are like, I will ride or die for the prequel trilogy. It's like, fantastic, amazing. Like, if if that's your thing, go for it. Um, There's animation. There's really weird bad movies there's fantastic groundbreaking films i mean there's there's all sorts to of like stuff 15 books i uh i played yeah. i played through probably six games uh six star wars games this year if i had to guess um, yeah i mean it's just uh, you know i think uh, oftentimes i think all the way back to the first time that you said hey do you want to come on a twitch stream and talk about star wars with me and i was like yes you know, one of my big takeaways or, you know, I think one of the questions you asked was like a general, like, what is your favorite thing about Star Wars? And, and to me, it is it's the sandbox universe that that is Star Wars um, that does allow for all of these creative outlets for for people in the world. You know, I mean, like it was one of my original things as a child, I think, for most kids where it's like I, I got to let my imagination run absolutely wild thanks to this you know, galaxy a long time ago or far, far away uh, and, and just get to, you know, let my imagination roam free and to see all the ways that that is manifested in in all forms of media, I think is is generally a good thing. And um, it's happening for real for the first time in a while where we have things like visions and things like Andor where it's like, yeah. oh, OK, this is different. Um, yeah, I think it's I don't know, because obviously the shift to disney is such a i don't know there's pros and cons to that but you are starting to see the mouse loosen up a little bit in terms of of what this is and i think that's that's definitely a good thing um i mean i'm sure they still have some very tight-fisted control over that sort of stuff obviously but you know the all of the what is it the new no the high republic stuff that's coming out i mean that's a a really exciting project that exists in comics, Dark Horse is publishing adults. Star Wars comics again. Uh, that's a big yeah. thing this year for me. Uh, even though I don't really read that many comics, just the idea that Dark Horse has a hand on Star Wars again makes me really happy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many avenues um, for for anyone to enjoy. Um, so it's it's been fun diving into a lot of those things this year. Yeah, uh, it's been a crazy list. year for Star yeah. Wars content. We got Kenobi and Andor in the same year uh bonkers i'll never forget the uh, kenobi premiere at the star wars convention um yeah talk about reflections from from 2022 you went to star wars celebration <laughs> and got to watch the kenobi premiere in a room with you and mcgregor yeah and the the hades the hayden <laughs> yeah and i met uh ian mcdermott and uh all that yeah it was great but it's amazing that that was even topped by just Andor being really, really good. That was Man. definitely the highlight yeah. of the year. De- definitely the highlight for me as well was was the quality of Andor and and to me, you know, that 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 can set an expectation for what Star Wars 
can be going forward uh now that we know that 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 is something that exists i mean to me there's it's like almost a miracle that that exists yeah. on disney yeah, with some of it. the themes that it is yeah. handling which i think is good like I'll, allow that to go out um and continue and you know they're they're shooting season two i think that might be 2024 but i'm sure you know, yeah. it's 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 being filmed and and it's it's already on its way. So I, uh, if nothing else, we will still have one perfect television season. I hope. Star Wars. I hope. I, I hope the magic can come back together again. I am, yeah. but for now, I am just enjoying the thrill of when I reconnect with friends uh, and I say, "Hey, there's Star Wars that's like really good <laughs> to talk about." I'm gonna try to savor that forever. Um, I, I, I think, felt that way a little bit when episode three came out because to me, episode three was so much better than episode one or episode two had been that it was like, yes, yeah. we're ending on a high here. But but Andor has been like, this is what I've wanted since I was 10 like or five, actually. And and I will say, uh, you know, continue to spread the gospel of Andor, everybody, because it, my experience has been largely because you and I are, are obviously super plugged into Star Wars. And are totally on top of it. Or any any time I talk to someone I'm, that you know I know or I'm friendly with, I'm like, "Have you watched Andor yet?" And if they haven't, you get to have the experience of being like, "Watch the first three episodes all together, and then tell me what happens after you watch those first three. Because they're gonna watch all of them, and then they're gonna be like, "Andor was really good." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, I know. I told you, right?" It just it feels like it's been a little hard to get the ball rolling for some people because it is sort of a weird property, right? Like. It's Cassian Andor. He's the guy from Rogue One. We all know that he's going to die. Yeah, like, that's whatever. not it's an like, easy on-ramp into the comic. It's a, it's, it, is, it is a very hard on-ramp, but once you can get people on there, like, I think universally people have been like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, if, if, you, if you are listening and you still haven't checked out Andor, uh, shame on you. Uh, but uh, do yourself a favor and go check it out. Well, BC, I guess that's our, our year... Our year in review kind of wrapped up. Do we have any other business to attend to here? No, but maybe we should talk a little hobby talk. Ooh, maybe we should uh, go into the the uh, eastern corner of the cargo bay. That's right. Yes, <laughs> where all the hobby, where all the hobby, hobby stock occurs. is, and do a little bit of that. Uh, BC, I do just want to wish all of our listeners a fantastic new year, happy new year, happy twenty twenty three. We're we're all alive on this uh, spinning ball still. Um, congratulations! <laughs> Thanks for you listening to the Cargo Bay. <laughs> I got high hopes and, for uh, next year, VC. Do you have Do you have anything? Any high hopes for the Cargo Bay? What do you want? What is your New Year's resolution for uh, this starship? Um, for the for for our starship, uh, I I personally would like to be uh, a lot better at this next year uh and uh a, a lot more on top of my stuff i feel like i've i've fallen apart at the end of the year with the holidays uh you know i uh, did i i think I, I didn't read the article but i think i saw a headline in slate that was about how we've kind of fallen off here at the end of the year uh there's been a, yeah. a drop in quality and yeah well the emails too i started i started going through some of those and and they did they did reflect poorly upon us um, but no, I mean, uh, you know, to to get into uh, 
you know, we we can do kind of like uh, the the Doughboys year end, uh-huh. uh, just the airing of grievances. Did you uh-huh. listen to that episode, by the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. It I was did. so good. It was that like was a, so it was like good. an episode from like five years ago. <laughs> it was. Uh, I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't want to be so much of a Mitch. You know, I, you know, I just in terms of uh, executing on a vision. I think I think I can be better. At that. I certainly uh, don't so look I, at you as a Mitch BC, um, and I certainly don't look at myself as a Weiger. I look at myself kind of more <laughs> like a uh, kind of like a Han Solo type. And uh, you know, when I think about you, I think kind of a Han Solo type. <laughs> just, just a couple yeah. of Han Solos out here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I genuinely uh, to speak truth. I genuinely do love doing this. Uh, if for no other reason than we just get to talk about Star Wars together. Um, if people are listening, fantastic. If not, I'm glad that we talk about Star Wars together. And, and it, at least uh, to some degree, uh, I'm allowed to amuse myself and, and hopefully you uh, to some degree. Well, yeah. uh, I really do enjoy doing this. And BC, I think even if you know we were only going to do episodes about episodes of Star Wars, we would still have to sit at like... 40 episodes a season or something but i believe this is i think we're close to 40 episodes of the cargo bay um we're somewhere around there so it's basically almost a full year of content and i'm I'm looking forward to seeing where we are a year from now 70 years from now 90 years 50 years from now 175 Uh, years from now when you and i have both figured out how to stave off our oncoming deaths so we can continue podcasting i would like to think it's because we made it to the one percent and we're leeching off of everyone you know below us on the the social ladder uh including like physically drinking their blood to sustain our youth Oh, yeah. No, the transfusions of the blood of the youth is definitely going to be on our radar at some point in the future. <laughs> the transfusions of the blood of the youth sounds like an emo band from my high school. <laughs> uh, speaking of 2023 resolutions, Ronald Reagan's, we got to get back together. Oh, my goodness. I, I think this is happening. I think it's happening. Well, let's talk about that off pod, <laughs> But anyway, if you've lifted, listened to us at all this year, thank you so much. Um, we'll be around. Leave us comments. Send us an email. Do all the things, uh, and yeah, Happy New Year to you, and for now, bye forever. Go smoke yourself.